BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. I'm back, baby. I'll tell you where I was. We'll talk about America's serious patriotism problem. Curtis Houck's going to join us talking about the media, Nan Hayworth, Dave Brat, a gross story out of the White House. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Did you miss me? I missed you too. I'm back. I'm back. Where was I? Just real quickly before we get into all the news of the day, I was in Alaska. My dad, my two sons, three generations of Kellys, we went up to Alaska to fish for salmon and halibut and the wilderness, and there were Kodiak bears. And look, because you can see right there, I was there with my favorite person in the world. It was a blast, but I'm back now. Let us tackle all the problems we have. Well, I mean, after we pay homage once again to me, 
and my cheeseburgers and how it helped people through the 4th of July weekend. And another quick side note, thank you for all the messages you send me telling me you made Jesse Kelly burgers for 4th of July. I am glad you enjoyed them. Please keep making them. Melt that cheese, by the way. That's unacceptable. Keep on doing what you're doing. Now, let's address patriotism. Love of country. Sounds almost hokey anymore, doesn't it? I'm not not discounting patriotism, as you're about to hear. I think it's the most important thing. But patriotism, what does it mean? It's really just a love and appreciation of your nation. That's what it is. And let's be frank, it's really important. If I had to boil down America's biggest problem right now into one word, which is very difficult because we have so many problems, so many different things we're tackling, but if I had to boil down America's problem, I would say we have a serious patriotism problem. I mean, yesterday was Independence Day. Independence Day. Is there any more patriotic day where patriotic fever sweeps the nation? American flags, fireworks, Jesse Kelly burgers, maybe a butt heavy or two, family, poo, grill, whatever you do. It's a great day. It's a day where most people feel patriotism. Here's the president of the United States of America. Liberty is under assault, assault both here and abroad. In recent days, there's been reason to think that this country is moving backward, that freedom is being reduced, that rights we assume were protected are no longer. Moving backwards? He's obviously talking about Roe versus Wade, but it is interesting. Moving backwards, he's the president, Democrat Senate, Democrat House. Why is America moving backwards, Joe? But look, 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 I don't want to pick on Dementia Joe. It went all across Hollywood, as you can imagine. Barbara Streisand said, quote, on this July 4th, our Democratic Republic remains in danger by the authoritarian right led by Donald Trump and his propaganda of the big lie about the 2020 election. So yesterday, when you woke up, kissed your wife, kissed your husband, breakfast with the kids, got ready for a fun day of celebrating America. Barbara Streisand woke up and started thinking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't have any power right now. He's playing golf in Mar-a-Lago. Anyway, moving on here, Bette Midler said 4th of July has been canceled due to the short of independence. Sincerely, women. Speaking of women, Women's March, the famed feminist group, they, you know, to their credit, I guess, didn't mince words. Quote, F the fourth. They're flat out out there soliciting donations for the upcoming arrests. Comedian, if you believe in female comedians, comedian Leslie Jones had this to say. You know, I would say happy 4th of July, but it's not really a happy 4th of July, is it? Because 4th of July is supposed to stand for independence and, you know, how a country fought for freedom, all this stuff. But this ain't the land of the free. Y'all have taken away women's rights. You're trying to take away voters' rights. You're, you're, you're not representing anything that this holiday is supposed to be about. You know? Um, I, I, I listen to the Star Spangled Banner and all of that, and I go, this is not the land of the free. This is not nothing that we're saying that it is. Nothing. Nothing. So it's hard for me to say Happy Fourth of July because it feels like we're going back to slavery, you know, so maybe I should say happy 
Back to Slavery Day. Now, maybe you're sitting there, as honestly I am, maybe you're sitting there looking at that and you're saying, taking away women's rights, overturning Roe versus Wade doesn't take away women's rights. What are you talking about? That's crazy. Maybe you're saying that. Maybe you're sitting there saying it just returns it to the states. Maybe when she brought up voting rights, you're sitting there saying no one is even attempting to take away voting rights. Asking for an ID isn't take. Maybe you're sitting there with every insane thing that comes out of her mouth. Maybe you're sitting there in your mind using facts to go after, to counter what she's saying with facts. But this is what I mean by my sky is green theory. I'm not going to belabor it. You've heard me say it a thousand times. I'm not going to say it right now about how our system can poison people's minds into believing total lies. Even though they can see the truth with their own eyes, they will believe it to be a lie. They believe their entire world is a world of make-believe. And this is what I mean about a patriotism problem we have in the country. You see, if you're a human being, you don't have to be political. For, I'm not even talking about some card-carrying communist. Set you aside, set the communists aside. Let's talk about a normal human being now. Just regular Joe, maybe your neighbor. He, she gets up, gets kids ready for school, gets dressed for work, maybe turns on the news when they get home. Maybe it's CNN. You know, you know what, set that aside, forget CNN. Maybe it's NBC. I think it's like the biggest network in the country. NBC gets home at night, dinner, sits down for 15 minutes and turns on N NBC. Maybe for a newspaper, maybe he picks up the New York Times. Biggest newspaper in America, right? That human being very likely lives in a world of make-believe. And the problem, back to the patriotism thing, is this. Every single part of our system now is anti-American. You're not anti-American. But when you really think about it, we have not an un-American system, we have an anti-American system, meaning all the powers that be, all of our cultural leaders, all of the leaders that, that hold up our society, they genuinely believe America to be an evil place. They do. Your child's social studies teacher believes America is an evil, racist, misogynistic, slave-loving, that, that, that's what your child's social study teacher believes. The news anchor who brings you the news every night after dinner for 15 minutes on NBC, they genuinely believe America sucks. We just talked about actresses and singers talking about America sucks. Comedians think America sucks. The President of the United States thinks America sucks. The FBI thinks America sucks. Every single part of the system, America sucks, America sucks, America sucks, America sucks. And that is really the problem we have, a severe patriotism problem. You see, if the person, the crazy hippie on the corner with armpit hair, if she believes America sucks, that's really not a big deal. It's not ideal, but it's not a big deal. If the people who lead the nation believe America sucks, that is a very very big deal because then every part of their day, everything they do will be geared towards destroying what they believe to be evil and wrong. We have an anti-American society now, system now, and it's killing us. I mean, I've used this example before. Let's use it again. If you have a, a village, let's make it small, a village of 100 people, and, you know, it's men, women, children living, working together, 
And in this village of 100 people, every single day when they wake up, 85 of these people love this village. They appreciate it. It's a good place. That village is going to be prosperous. Why? Because of all the little things they'll do throughout the day. Oh, man, you know, I'm done for the day. Got my work done. Oh, you know what? The water well is getting a little low. I think I, think, I love my village. I love my people. I think I'll go down and help out, get us some more water. Oh, look, there's a broken down fence. You know what? I, I got a minute. Hey, grab me my hammer, son. I'll fix it. Just little things throughout the day because you love and appreciate your village. If you have a patriotic village, it's going to be better. It's going to prosper. The opposite is true. If that village, 85, 70% of the village wakes up every day and thinks, this village sucks. We've got an evil history. It's an evil place. They don't appreciate my rights. They hate women. This village, they had slaves before. We practically still have slaves. The well remains empty. The fence not only goes unfixed, if you have such a high percentage of a village that hates the village, maybe they break the fence down even more. After all, it's an evil village that needs to be destroyed, right? We have a severe, severe patriotism problem in the society. From top to bottom, we have a patriotism problem. The vile street communists on the bottom believe it's evil. The president of the United States believes it's evil. We are surrounded. It is not a small thing. It's not hokey. It's not cliche. Patriotism, if we don't get it back, will end this nation. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. My friend Curtis Houck joins me next. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the media. We're going to talk about lots of things. First, let's talk about your pocketbook. Did you enjoy that last trip to the grocery store? When you were browsing the burger section, maybe picking up some chicken for the fam, did you like what you saw? Now, I know you're horrified. I'm horrified. Everyone is. What if you could lock in your meat prices? You don't have to stress inflation next week, next month, next year. Is my family going to be able to afford a T-bone? What if your meat prices could be locked in? And not only locked in, you're getting your meat from an American company American meat, the highest quality American meat. We talk about my burgers. You know what burger I use for my burgers? I use the Wagyu burgers from Good Ranchers. When you sign up, when you subscribe to Good Ranchers, your meat prices lock in. Not only do you get $25 off every box of meat for the lifetime of your subscription, that alone would be cool enough, your meat prices lock in. You don't have to stress next month, next year. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Jesse and sign up today and stop stressing about meat prices. I can't fix your gas. I can't lock in your gas prices or anything else. I can lock in your meat prices. GoodRanchers.com slash Jesse. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning.
Joining me now, my friend Curtis Houck, managing editor of the Media Research Center. Well, yesterday, Curtis, was obviously a day where you and me and a bunch of people waved the old red, white, and blue and had a good time and celebrated our blessings. Blessed to live in the greatest country in the history of the world. How'd the media cover it, Curtis? <laughs> Not great. You know, we had CNN.com's uh, Stephen Collison, uh, some Brit who thinks he can tell us what to do, go around and say that July 4th has been ruined by Donald Trump's violent insurrection, okay, supposedly. Um, we, you know, we also have had uh, New York Times column saying that, you know, the right and white people have co-opted the American flag. Oh my gosh, how can we deal with that? As you have on screen here, uh, Margot Frankel, you know, she's struggling with this, but although she did stumble onto the truth, Jesse, which is my favorite thing that liberals do, she realized that, oh my gosh, I don't need anyone's permission to wave the American flag, that like the American flag is for all Americans. So like, I shouldn't be bullied into this. Although she kind of backtracked a little bit by saying it's become such a divisive you know, symbol of racism and all these problems. It reminds me of Mara Gay last year, Jesse, when she remarked on Morning Joe around, I believe Memorial Day, that she feels unsafe. She feels unsafe going around neighborhoods uh, where there's a lot of American flags. Golly. Uh, Curtis, speaking of media, I know you're a big sports fan, which is weird because you're a Penn State fan, but I know you're a big sports fan. ESPN. Now, I grew up watching SportsCenter. I'm sure you grew up watching SportsCenter. It was just something we did as dudes, right? At the end of the day, you watch SportsCenter and you see the highlights and the top 10 list and everything else. ESPN is now this, quote, baseball barbecue and losing freedom this 4th of July. Setting aside how stupid that is, Curtis, isn't that bad for business? Aren't you and I, aren't we the business model for ESPN? We should be, but instead we got Elle Duncan, uh, a sports center anchor who, you know, she and her colleagues during the women's March Madness tournament taking moments of silence for the parental rights and education bill in Florida. <laughs> or, you know, Howard Bryant, who the writer of this piece that you're referring to, had a special... Uh, teed up on a special about Bubba Wallace uh, talking about how white America and the NASCAR world don't understand him uh, even though I'm not sure if Howard Bryant has been anywhere near a NASCAR track and that's the problem with ESPN you know they're, they're so much more interested in going with the Disney corporate woke uh, liberal overlords and communists instead of actually talking about the sports uh, you would think liberals would eventually learn their lesson, you know? We see this with movies. They do all this lesbian stuff with Buzz Lightyear. That movie flames out. Top Gun does well. Minions does well. It's the same thing with sports. If you stick to sports, the X's and O's, you get great success. Nobody, No wonder no one watches the WNBA anyway because very little of a WNBA game or coverage of the sport actually involves X's and O's. It's too much talking about how someone's taking a day off as a player did for the Mystics a couple years ago because of their mental health, because the George Floyd protests were like so inspiring and his death was so disturbing to her. Curtis, all ideology aside, don't they like money? I like money. I mean, I believe in the things I say, but I, I prefer to make some money while I do it. I mean, money's nice, is it not? Right. It's the same thing as uh, Brett Kavanaugh, when libs were horrified by Brett Kavanaugh saying, I like beer. <gasps> the horror. He, he likes beer. <laughs> the same thing. Like, 
they're they're lying to themselves, you know? I mean, that's the whole point. That's the, you have with climate change, they're saying uh, you need to spend less and you need to have less clothes, as Bloomberg said recently. Um, but, you know, they're going to keep doing their thing. Barack Obama is still going to have his mansion in Martha's Vineyard. It's the same sort of thing. Uh, they claim that money doesn't matter to them. Yes, money does. That's why all these corporations are paying for women to go get abortions in all these states that are still keeping abortion uh, because they would much rather pay them the couple thousand dollars to go get an abortion and come back uh, having killed their child than have them work and have to pay for family leave or help pay for adoption, which would probably be a lot more money. Curtis, here was MSNBC handling the whole Roe versus Wade thing well. <laughs> what is the future of privacy rights in a post-Roe world? Oh, I think uh, privacy rights will be all but abolished, whether it's um, gay marriage, whether it's interracial marriage, which I think might qualify as irony for Judge Justice Thomas, um, wh whether it's contraception, and I don't believe for a minute they're not going to come after desegregation. Curtis, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, Glenn Kirshner. He's a former U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., prosecuting high-profile cases in the early 2000s. Think about that for a second. That man had power to put people in jail, and he did. I mean, the lunacy, the liberals have some sort of fetish. You know, conservatives, we're not talking about desegregation or resegregation. We're not the ones going around calling for racial quotas. You know, we're not talking about, you know, racially segregated neighborhoods. Conservatives aren't even talking about any of that. You know, with Roe v. Wade, we're not talking about killing women. We're, it's the left that seems to have to have a real fetish and obsession with violence that they might want to see somebody about. Curtis, appreciate you, my man. Come back soon. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. All right. We have Nan Hayworth and Dave Bratt joining us next. We're going to talk about a lot of this culture stuff. Before we talk about any of that, I want to talk to you about the economy. I know that sucks. <laughs> I hate to even bring it up. We're all broke. Everyone's getting up and checking their 401k and horrified. I don't have any good news for you on what's to come there. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Oh, we're going to be fine. Can't do that. All I can do is tell you, be prepared. Get ready. You know what has always had value? Always. I'm not talking about in American history. I'm talking about the history of the world. What's always had value? Gold. You know that Oxford Gold Group, this is really cool, they deliver gold to your front door. To your front door. I don't know how deep this recession is going to be. I don't know if I'm right and we are heading into a Great Depression, but I suspect we are. I don't know how bad inflation is going to be. I, can't, I don't know any of those things. I do know this. You're never going to look at that gold you have in your home and say, oh, dang, I can't believe I have that. Might save your life. They're easy to work with. Just tell them Jesse told you to call. Call 833-995-GOLD. They'll take good care of you. Tell them I told you to call. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. Our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. And I don't think a single one of them would have said that you have a constitutional right to an assault weapon with a high-capacity magazine.
Yes, Ashley, that's fairly accurate. Our founders would have been aghast that we didn't have fully automatic weapons and rocket launchers like the government does. Joining me now to talk about that and other things, former Congresswoman, Dr. Independent Women's Forum, Nan Hayworth, and of course, Dean of Business, former Congressman Dave Bratt. Okay, Nan, let's begin with you here. They trot out this line all the time about the founders wouldn't have wanted this, and we all know that's a lie. You know it's a lie, Dave knows it's a lie, I know it's a lie. Yet they roll with it all the time, and it leads me to believe so many people in this country reside in a world of make-believe. People believe that, Nan. You hear it on the media, you hear the governors say it. People genuinely believe that the founders would be horrified by your AR-15. Well, the, the founders uh, certainly uh, found cannon to be pretty ferocious, and citizens could own cannons. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's definitely true. Jesse, look, technology does march on. Human uh, capabilities, uh, you know, we didn't have weapons of mass destruction. And when I say, about, I mean nuclear weapons, things like that. We didn't have those uh, in those times. And it's true, American citizens cannot own nuclear weapons. Uh, but the argument is specious because uh, not only is it against the uh, Second Amendment uh, as uh, uh, it should be appropriately interpreted in an originalist way, but also even if we were to try to ban those weapons, oh, and by the way, they're banned in Highland Park. That would not address the root cause of the problems. Democrats won't address the root cause because they are at the root cause of this problem and they cannot admit it and they cannot remedy it. Nan, what does specious mean? <laughs> uh, false, not uh, okay. valid. <laughs> I thought I thought so. Look, you know you know I'm unread. I, I I didn't know. All right, Dave. First of all, before we get to your thoughts about how the media politicized Highland Park that Nan just brought up, Dave, I realize you're, you're a former congressman and now you're in a fancy college. But Dave, don't you think you're taking the college thing a little too far with the zip up sweater? It's just it's, it's going all in, Dave. Hey, it's Fifth of July. I should be lying on a beach, and instead I'm working it for you, brother. <laughs> all right. All right, now to talk about something gross like Nan brought up, Highland Park. The media jumps yeah. on these things. Politicians jump on yeah. these things. I don't believe for a second Governor Pritzker or the MSNBC host or anybody genuinely care about a single one of those six souls who are now gone from Highland Park. Everything is looked at as an opportunity, and it just, and look, I'm a jerk. You guys know that. It seems so cold to even me. I mean, immediately they look at dead people and they think, wow, this is, this is an opportunity. Isn't that cold? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I read a piece to jog my mind a little bit on Soros funding all the media over the weekend, just as a little tip. And what he does is he puts out statements that he wants to become true. They're not true yet, uh, but they just state, right, uh, kind of like a good Christian prayer. You, you pray to God for what you want to, to be. Uh, the case, and in liberal land, they just put that political narrative out in the space, hoping it becomes reality. And I do think it does have some impact. Uh, they just announce things that are completely false, hoping that in the Marxist future they become true statements. Uh, so I, I think we need to uh, start doing the same thing and uh, ignoring and anticipating their record and just saying, look, uh, for most of this country, uh, people lived very peacefully with guns, with a Judeo-Christian tradition. 
Uh, we love our neighbors. The Judeo-Christian tradition unifies everybody. Everybody should love each other. Uh, we're all created equal under God. Uh, we're given rights. Uh, we're given negative rights, life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. Uh, and negative rights means that I don't have to take anything from Nan to have my rights, right? My right to life and liberty and a pursuit of happiness. I don't need to get in your space uh, in order for me to li live a perfectly nice life under liberal principles. These are liberal principles that served us very well. And so uh, I think conservatives just need to start announcing uh, and, and praying uh, to God and putting out in the media these positive affirmations uh, that we all do get along. Uh, there were no gun issues 40 years ago when the family was intact and dads were around and, and, and hunting with people. And no one went to their neighbor and shot their neighbor. This is all a new modern phenomenon that happens in in uh, in uh, certain areas, and they're they're not run by uh, virtuous people. Nan, I have no issue with anything Dave just said, but uh, didn't neutrality fail us? Now, look, I, I'm just like Dave. I, I want to live and let live. I want you to do your thing, Nan. You do your thing, Dave. You do yours. I'll do mine. I don't, I don't want to invade. But wasn't that always naive when we're dealing with communist scum like we are? They're always going to try to batter down the fence, no matter how much I want to live and let live behind my fence. They're coming. Right. They they over the course of a a century now, uh, just about they have the Marxists have uh, manipulated the natural goodwill and openness uh, of the American people. We can add in uh, complacency. Uh, and of course, as Marxism has marched through our institutions and uh, parasitically, uh, you know, like it just uh, there are phenomena in nature in which parasitic wasps will overtake a caterpillar and the caterpillar will look normal until the wasp eggs finally mature and break through. Uh, and that's really what we're dealing with here. So, so they have substituted patriotic education in history, in the classical liberal virtues uh, that apply to all of humanity, uh, in civics, in economics. They have replaced that with an indoctrination in collectivism and socialism, and yes, uh, essentially, Jesse, in communism, what we witness today is a social contagion. And it is a social contagion that has been allowed to take root as a spark uh, ignites a wildfire among young people who, as Dave alluded to, have been deprived of education and values, of exemplars, uh, of the virtuous life as a responsible individual uh, who have been deprived in the past couple of years, of course, of uh, of social contact, of the, uh, of the, the forces yeah. that drive us out to work and support ourselves and be responsible, and we pay the price now. Dave, how do we fight back against, as Nan appropriately called it, the social contagion? They don't want you to live and let live, Dave. They'll never, they're never going to allow that. Yeah, well, and I, I, I certainly don't want anything I say uh, to mean live and let live. Uh, when I mention yeah. negative rights, that's actually a radical statement. What I mean is uh, every uh, duty that does not belong uh, to the federal government in the Constitution, all that money, that $4 trillion budget a year, needs to go back to the states and localities. Mm -hmm. And then once you end this artificial stimulus of free checks to everybody, 
and free money, which is all ending right now, right? The, the show has come to an end economically. Uh, the everything bubble is popping in our midst, and it's got plenty more to pop. Uh, reality will set in. People will vote with their feet. And uh, people in these uh, catastrophic, violent cities uh, will move, right? Uh, and, and also, 40 years ago, if you did not work all day, you did not get free time. Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of these uh, folks uh, seem to have an abundance of free time. Uh, and I don't know where that's coming from because uh, I work all day. We all work all day. Uh, and we need to get back to it. Nan, go ahead. We're the ones paying for their free time. Uh, yeah. We have, uh, right? And, and, and you're so right, Dave. I endorse everything you, you've just said. Uh, we have lost the uh, we've lost the strand uh, in this country, and it is the result. And I know we've talked about it before, but the United States acquired hegemonic power and wealth in the wake of World War II, especially. It was already starting before. Uh, we have squandered that patrimony yep. uh, with yep. so-called great society initiatives and entitlements. And young people have been taught right? This is the generational yep. shift now. They've been taught that uh, this collectivist, this communist mentality, uh, that yep. basically we belong to the state. We are dependents upon the state. The state owes us. And that, of course, they don't recognize because most of them aren't paying taxes the way uh, those further along in life are doing. They don't recognize that it all comes from us. If we don't produce, if we don't work, if we don't have a work ethic, oh, by the way, now that's a white supremacist value. So thanks, yep. CRT and DEI uh, for making values that should unite us all and that are virtues that are irrespective of identity of reviling those. Someone is trying deliberately to bring this country down. Soros is at the tip of the spear and he's not alone. Dave, you brought up Soros. Nan just brought up Soros. Would you elaborate just a little bit on this? Because I rant on this all the time. Frankly, I... I, I it blows me away that a major country, any major country, us, anybody, would allow a foreign-born billionaire to yeah. purposely cause civil unrest in its streets. No major country in the history of mankind would permit that. Whatever action they took, I don't know, but they would all take an action. Nobody would sit back and say, well, nothing I can do about it, but we do that here. Yeah, well, uh, for some reason, he's just a metaphor that for the broader, uh, you know, European uh, globalist reset. And uh, the goal of that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, you could have said, look, the U.S. is rich and China and India are, are poor. And uh, so let's, you know, do global trade and, you know, help the poorest of the poor, uh, you know, uh, develop some economic growth. And so the American people, good spirits that they are said, yeah, we're going to go along with that. But now the last 10 years or so, people have figured out China's written documents to say they're at war with us already, unrestricted warfare. You can go Google it, 1999. Uh, and they're acting like it, right? And we're investing in it. And uh, our global elites still want to take uh, take uh, the, 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 a level off of the U.S. to bring us down to size is the way the left and the Marxists think. And so that's why you see this, uh, all the phenomena we're talking about in this show going on. They're, everybody thinks we're the bad guys. It's a straight Marxist critique. I mean, right? It's like the capitalist and the workers. Anyone who's a capitalist is somehow immoral because they got there by being immoral instead of by hard work and innovation. And uh, we reject that thesis. We believe in economic justice and God's justice. 
and uh, and criminal justice. So if you break the Ten Commandments, uh, you, you know it, there's repercussions, uh, both theologically and uh, in the political realm. And so uh, it's just a it's a huge chasm. Uh, and this one is not like, you know, resolvable between conservatives and liberals where you debate over the size of the federal budget. That's not what it is anymore. <clears throat> These are irreconcilable differences about whether we all are creating God's image, whether we all matter or not, or whether uh, we're just in a Marxist world uh, that just uh, takes people to the guillotine uh, who they don't like, who aren't serving their uh, political objectives. And uh, if the American people aren't catching on to that, they better uh, do it soon. Well, Dave, Brad, Dan, Hayward, thank you both. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jesse. Thank Great show. Appreciate you. All right. We have a Joe Biden staffer. I'm going to be very delicate with this segment with Raheem Kassam coming up. Really, really disgusting stuff, but stuff you should know about. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Let's first talk about something that's awesome. Let's talk about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. I've had air purifiers my entire life. When we moved to Montana when I was 10 years old, allergies just ravaged me up there. I don't know what it is, but they're terrible. My eyes would be red all the time. It was awful. And so I've always had air purifiers, always, always that big tower, that you know what they are. So when I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, it was a recommendation from a friend. I pulled it out of the box. It's just this little black box. I thought, what is this little thing? What's this going to do? They're like a miracle. I plugged it in, I came back in the room, I put it in my bedroom, came back in my room an hour or two later, you could smell the air was clean, that you could taste it. I have three of them now. Keep one in my room, one in my son's room, one in the general living area. Go and get an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack. I don't even have allergies anymore. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE because that gets you $200 off a three pack. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. You know it's a family show, right? Always has been, always will be. It's a show you can sit down and watch with your kids. But we have to tackle some of the nastiness in this administration. We always will. We, we, just, we, we have to talk about what, the, what these people do. Who's in this administration? Who runs this country? My friend Raheem Kassam, he's the editor-in-chief of the Great National Pulse, which is on my daily reading list. If you want real investigative reporting, go find the National Pulse. They dug up some information on this guy in the Biden administration. You undoubtedly remember when Sam Britton first surfaced, there were all these pictures of this dude in high heels and just, just I mean, it, look, they were gross pictures, but okay, yet another turbo freak in the Biden administration. Maybe not the end of the world. Let's hope that's just something he does on the side. Uh, apparently there's more to this guy. I'm going to allow Raheem to elaborate because it's his story. Raheem, what's up with this guy? Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Jesse, for having me back. And and you know, I I was stunned when our lead researcher uh, Natalie Winters brought us this development on this story that we first ran back in February, and I really had thought back then we'd covered everything. I mean, this you know, I I am not trying to be rude about this person, but this is clearly a disturbed person who is working at one of the highest level positions in the, uh, uh, the nuclear strategic apparatus of the Biden regime, Sam Brinton, 
And uh, yeah, as you say, look, we saw pictures back in February, videos back in February of this person dressing up in drag, uh, going to college campuses and teaching about this, um, dressing up in, in something called pup play. Maybe you can explain that one to me, Jesse. But I, 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 for the life of me, I couldn't understand, you know, how, how there could be anything further worse to do with this person until we found this story today. And, uh, you know, this comes to the heart of apparently what is the Democrat Party platform going into November, which is we want to do things to your children uh, that, uh, uh, you know, beggar belief for even, I think, the most heinous of thinkers in the last several decades now is becoming routine and commonplace. So let me explain. Um, we found that Sam Brinton had actually defended in an article for an LGBT website called The Advocate. He had defended another LGBT uh, directed website. This one was called rentboy.com. Now, rentboy uh, is a oh. British colloquialism uh, that sort of stems from uh, these upper class establishment uh, pedophiles, effectively, who, who rent young boys. Uh, it has been a long-standing, you know, I hate to say joke, but it is a long-standing joke in uh, British political circles that, that, is that this is commonplace in our politics, unfortunately, and, and if anybody's following along with British politics right now, there have been several of those incidences in our politics at least this year. But rentboy.com was really targeted internationally, it was targeted all over the world, and that included the United States. In 2015, uh, the federal government took umbrage with what it saw was rentboy.com's fast and loose uh, uh, application of its own rules and indeed the law as it pertained to underage males. That is boys we're talking about here, people who are not legally able to give consent. And it turned out that rentboy.com was promoting prostitution amongst people like that. When the feds raided rentboy.com and uh, charges were made and indictments were made back then, and the website is now shuttered, um, there was one person who stood up for that website and that was Sam Brinton. And Sam Brinton went on to make the claim that the dissolution of Rentboy is more dangerous than allowing the site to continue its work, effectively trafficking children into sex with older men. And Sam Brinton, of course, passed, you know, passed, as, as far as we know, um, vetting processes uh, within the US government. Uh, lots of questions will be asked, and our reporting includes lots of quotes from his advocate article where he appears to back this website. Okay, Raheem, all the other disgusting stuff aside, which we can get back to here in a moment, correct me if I'm wrong, you know a lot about this stuff. Does this not present obvious blackmail opportunity for somebody in a critically important position in the government? Yeah, so so let's let me be very specific about this. He's not just a routine advisor. He's not some young staff member. That would be bad enough, right? And we've seen plenty of that in this administration already. But to quote his full title for you here, I've got it here. He serves as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy. That is a that is a decently high profile position. He will have a decent amount of security clearance. He will have access to a lot of sensitive government information, documents, strategic plans, uh, uh, information on stockpiles, waste facilities, so on and so forth. You can imagine what, uh, what comes across his desk. And, 
the idea that this person could have passed vetting, could have uh, no Republicans question this, no people on Capitol Hill look into this person's background and say, hey, hold on, wait a minute. And here's the kicker of all of it. This is publicly available information. This doesn't require you to, to go through his trash cans and spy on him or anything untoward. This requires you to do a Google search under his name for articles that he has written. And apparently nobody in the government and nobody in what's supposed to be the government's opposition, the Republican Party, has done that. Okay, Raheem, who does the vetting? I mean, obviously you keep bringing this up and it's a great point that he's been vetted, I suppose. I assume he's been vetted by... Who? Who did the vetting? Because as you pointed out, you don't exactly have to be Sherlock Holmes to find this stuff. Anyone with a phone can find it. Who's vetting these people? The problem is when you have a senile president and a, let's say, vice president with questionable morals, um, then what does it matter uh -huh. if somebody serving under them uh, is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party? What does it matter if somebody under them has published articles defending you know, underage gay prostitution websites? You know, this, the, the rot in this administration, in this regime, as I call it, goes right to the top, and it doesn't matter at this point who's doing the vetting, because it's, it's, it's almost like they're saying, you know, doesn't matter anymore. What's, doesn't, we, we don't need to vet you. You can do whatever you want. You can believe whatever you want. Um, I don't want to sound, you know, alarmist about this, but this is the worst case scenario you can have because it means that there's nobody putting their hand up and saying, well, maybe we should think twice about this. That person doesn't exist and your government is compromised through and through a result. Golly. All right. Finally, there's been something you've been all over for a while, TikTok. TikTok, mm -hmm. uh, look, undoubtedly people watching both of us speak right now have it, they're on it, they let their kids on it. it. TikTok is something that's very, very popular. People do not understand this is Chinese spyware and China is now openly admitting they allow access to Americans' data. Rahim, would you please elaborate for people who don't understand what they're looking at? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, China, the Chinese Communist Party figured out that actually it was it was more, um, you know, it was far more efficient for them to develop their own apps than to try and compromise, you know, so-called American companies, Google, Apple and so forth. And they did a great job doing that, by the way. But in order to implement a full, um, you know, data harvest of, of everybody who has these things on their uh, cellular devices, um, it made sense to have their own. And this company, ByteDance, developed TikTok. It is it is a wholly owned subsidiary, frankly, of the Chinese Communist Party. I know they say they only own a minority stake or whatever it is. Um, it is it is sub it is subject to China's national security law, which means that at any point in time, the Chinese Communist Party can requisition any data. And we now know that they have been doing just that. TikTok has access to everything else on your devices. TikTok studies your facial 
you know, studies facial recognition, even when you're just watching other people's TikToks, not recording your own. And I understand because I talk to younger people out there, you know, I'm 35 now and I talk to people in their early 20s about this at conferences and and, and, and over lunches and, and national security uh, conflabs that they have about all of these things. And they all say to me, oh, you're just being an old fuddy-duddy now. Your time has passed. You stick on Instagram and Facebook. TikTok's where we hang out. Get over it. The problem that they're now finding in addition to the fact that all their data is being harvested and that they're being spied upon is that conservative people on TikTok have amassed millions of followers and are now being kicked off the platform, just like uh, they get kicked off the platforms that are supposedly HQ'd in Silicon Valley. So you have now this double-edged sword of TikTok. If you want to be on it, they're going to spy on everything. And maybe you can't be on it because you might be critical of the Chinese Communist Party. My answer to this has been the same answer for a very long time. If you believe in your nation's national security, you will ban this app from every app store overnight without question. Raheem Kassam, The National Pulse. Go read it, support it. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. All right. We have light in the mood here in just a second. God, that's some scary stuff, right? All right. But before we get to light in the mood, you ever been played for a sucker? I have. Not, not any of my proudest moments, but I have. I, I have more than once. You end up feeling like a fool, right? You don't read the fine print on something. When I talk to people who are in timeshares, who are stuck in timeshares, one thing I consistently get back from these people is this. They say things to me like, I feel so stupid. How could I not know? These timeshare companies, they lock you in and they don't let you out. You're paying annual fees. Some cases they've doubled and they're going up. Special assessments. And you never go. You're done using it. I've talked to people. They died. Well, I should say I talked to their children. Mom died. Daughter got stuck with it. You don't have to do that. Call Lone Star Transfer. Call Lone Star Transfer today. They will get you out. They've been doing this forever. Over 16,000 satisfied customers. 99% success rate. They will get you out. They guarantee the release of all liability, and they do it in a specific time frame. How about that for a sure thing? Don't, don't waste time feeling dumb. We've all been played. Give them a call. Make a phone call for me. Call 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. Or go to LoneStarTransfer.com. We'll be back. We'll get to lighten the mood in a second. Gosh, I love it. Before we get to lighten the mood, let's, let's darken the mood. No, let's, let's not darken it. Let's just buy some gold, please. I don't have to explain to you that inflation is here. You feel it. You feel it at the gas pump. You feel it when you buy groceries. You've seen all the video from the Fed chairman on down. No one's even pretending inflation is stopping. There's every indication it's going to get worse. We're still spending money and printing money like Jordan I can't do anything about that. Neither can you. We can't do anything but sit and watch in horror as the value of our money evaporates. What I do know is this, and I know this for a fact. Gold giving you always intelligence and analysis you and will always start your morning i don't want you to do anything crazy i want you to call oxford gold group and get some delivered to your front door that's all 833 
995 gold. They couldn't be more laid back and easy to work with. Tell them I told you to call. They'll take special care of you. I promise they know me. I love them. 833-995-GOLD. They'll deliver gold to your front door. Call them today, okay? Now, <laughs> you just can't beat a Florida local news story. But one day when Nick says the rooster followed him and attacked him. His neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when De Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. I said, I'm calling JSO. I called JSO. JSO didn't do nothing. Then a couple days later, I, I realized I could call animal control. And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. While the neighbors continue the fight, Nick says he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. <laughs> he called the chicken police. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.